Jayhawks fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Hawks Nest. I'm your host, Nolan Brooks, and we are presented by KC Sports Company. The Hawks Nest, we, we missed a week, but now we're back for episode four. The first couple episodes, we talked KU basketball, the return of Kevin McCuller, and the tons of new additions to that KU men's basketball team. And then in episode three, we talked KU football. We switched it over to the gridiron. We talked about how many of these guys are returning for KU football. Uh, it's a lot. So go give that a listen. Go check that out. Uh, make sure to go subscribe to us here on YouTube. Go follow us on socials at KC Sports Company. And just do all that fun stuff. Go check out all of our other shows. So much good content and so much more stuff uh, to come as we start to get closer and closer and closer to uh, these team seasons resuming. So, all that aside... We're going to go back to KU men's basketball today. We're going to talk some more KU hoops. Uh, some big news was announced uh, around last week-ish. Uh, KU men's basketball's non-conference schedule was announced. Uh, let me tell you, this is probably one of the more active and tougher non-conference schedules uh, that I have seen for KU men's basketball in a little while, but... Uh, that that's kind of the trade-off. If you're going to be a top 10 team or you're going to be the national champion uh, now two years ago now, um, you got to play some good games when you get early in the season before you start conference play. Um, and KU's used to that. Um, when you're a blue blood in the NCAA, you got to upgrade. If you want to be taken seriously, you got to upgrade and you got to play the big games. Uh, and that's just kind of how it goes. So, uh, I don't know about you, but, uh, if you haven't looked at the schedule, this is, this is a doozy. Uh, first off, they're going to start off with a, uh, exhibition game against four Hayes state division two college out of Hayes, Kansas. Uh, that is an exhibition that will not count. That will be, uh, more of like a consider it like spring training, I guess for men's basketball where it, it the points go up on the board, but it doesn't count. Obviously, you guys know that. That's what an exhibition is. But that will be Wednesday, November 1st, is when they will take on the Forhey State Tigers, and that will be in Allen Fieldhouse. So if you go look at the rest of the schedule, not counting the exhibition game, we have looks like one, two, three, four five, six non-conference games that will be at home. That is huge, huge, huge that the Jayhawks get to be on their home floor uh, for these non-con games, and that, that's going to um, make, it, <laughs> make it a little less uh, crazy, uh, at least for KU. It's going to make it a little less uh, nerve-wracking. Like, oh, we got to go on the road and play this big non-con opponent. Uh, no, instead they get to play most of their non-cons in Allen Fieldhouse in Lawrence, Kansas, which is exactly what they want. Let's keep going here through the schedule. Uh, their next one will be Monday, November 6th against North Carolina Central. That will be their first official game of the 2023-2024 basketball season. 
where they will take on North Carolina Central to kick everything off. Then at the end of that week, Friday, November 10th, they welcome Manhattan College into town to come play another, uh, I, I hate to say warm-up game, but uh, it's kind of like in football where you see Alabama play some of these smaller schools uh, just to kind of get their legs under them and uh, kind of see where their team is at. And as of right now, that that's kind of how every basketball season starts out, at least for the bigger programs. Uh, so Manhattan College, Friday, November 10th. Uh, next home game in their non-conference schedule will then not be until November 28th. Tuesday, November 28th, they will take on Eastern Illinois. Uh, and they will welcome Eastern Illinois into Lawrence for that. Then the big one. This is huge. UConn coming off of their national championship from this past season. Uh, KU will welcome UConn in the Big 12, Big East battle. Uh, and that will be Friday, December 1st, where the Huskies and the Jayhawks will meet. And what is more than likely going to be a top five, if not a top three matchup by that point. Uh, UConn lost a few guys to the draft process. They had a lot of talent on that team, but they also are retaining a lot of that talent, and they're they're going to be good. Uh, last I saw, UConn was projected to be in the top ten uh, for preseason. So uh, do not be surprised if – Friday, December 1st, you get your first taste of uh, how this college basketball uh, season is going to go and how KU fares against some of these top 10 opponents uh, outside of the Big 12. The Big 12 is going to be its own animal. So that'll be kind of the real first test uh, at home for KU. Obviously, there's going to be some road games in this non-con schedule that um, KU will have to deal with uh, some good opponents. But this is the first home game that KU will have a big opponent like this. Then we keep going. Uh, this Tuesday, December 5th, they take on UMKC uh, in Allen Fieldhouse. So just a few days later. Then, uh, again, they're kind of keeping fast pace with the non-cons. It's typically how it goes. You try to get most of those out of the way before you get into the end of the calendar year and you switch over into 2024 or that next year. Um, and that's when conference play starts. Uh, so most of these non-cons are going to be quick fire off. So their next one, December 9th, Saturday, they take on Mizzou. Uh, that one will be in Lawrence, uh, KU Mizzou rivalry renewed. That's a whole nother conversation that we will more than likely be talking about is the border border showdown between KU and Mizzou uh, renewed for basketball, at least. I would love to see that happen for football, but uh, that's, an, that's, another, that's another topic, another story for another day. So December 9th, Saturday, Mizzou comes to town. Then their final non-con home game, December 22nd, so they get a little bit of a break as far as at home. 
December 22nd is a Friday. They will take on Yale in Allen Fieldhouse. And that is actually the full end of their non-con schedule is that Yale game on Friday, December 22nd. Then they'll go on Christmas break. They'll be home with their families, and we won't see any of these guys again until they start practicing uh, probably early January after the holiday season is over with. So, what, what what's the big games here? Um, I don't know about you, but the home non-con games are going to be much easier, at least in the beginning part of that schedule, uh, than the road matchups. Uh, as far as games that I'm excited for for this KU men's basketball team, uh, as far as non-con, uh, the, again, that UConn game is going to be gigantic. Um, expect to have the red carpet rolled out for this game. I mean, you know, a little bit of Dick Vitale uh, action there. I mean, Fran Fraschilla, and they're, 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 it's going to be the whole nine. That, that's going to be uh, – it, it might be game of the year. And it's only December 1st, so I don't know. That, that That's probably going to be the big one for me. Uh, the Mizzou game, obviously, uh, is going to be number two there as far as what's the biggest game that you would look forward to uh, in the non-conference schedule for KU uh, is definitely going to be that Mizzou game. And then I would say the Yale matchup, that last game, uh, Ivy League schools have started to really kind of turn around uh, their production in basketball um, to where these teams are actually pretty good. Harvard's had a pretty a few solid teams over the last couple of years that have made tournament runs, uh, and Yale is no slouch. Um, I would I would not be surprised if Yale almost gives KU a good game for a half. I really wouldn't. Um, and if you go if you go back and you look at Yale's schedule or their their record from last year, I would say, um, I mean again, they're don't 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 look at it as they are these gigantic powerhouses, but they went twenty one and nine. Uh they went ten and four in conference play eight and eight away and three and oh in neutral side games. I mean, th- this team was pretty good last year. Um, so I, I really do think that Yale is not going to be a, a slouch game. It's not go- It's going to be a sleeper. Um, I think it could be a trap game early on in the season uh, for KU, especially when you consider the fact that it's coming after a, very tough road non-con game that we'll talk about here in the second half of our show. Um, that That's going to be a tough game to go right into Christmas break with. Um, and I think KU fans need to recognize that, um, that this is going to be a, a fun game uh, to watch right before we go into the holiday break. So, again, one more run through here. These are all the home games for the non-conference schedule, all the home games. November Wednesday, November 1st, Exhibition versus Fort Hayes State. Monday, November 6th, North Carolina Central. 
again, these are all in Lawrence. This is home games. Friday, November 10th, Manhattan College. Then they get a little bit of a break. Tuesday, November 28th, Eastern Illinois. December, Friday, December 1st. I've already talked about this one a bunch. The UConn game. And then UMKC, December 5th, Tuesday, December 5th. Uh, Mizzou comes to town Saturday, December 9th, and then they close it out on Friday, December 2nd against Yale. So, I think KU should win every single one of those games. If you want my expectation there, at least for the home matchups, uh, based on who's on this roster, they should win every one of them. By, I would say, a minimum of 10. You don't bring in a guy like Hunter Dickinson. You don't bring in uh, supporting cast guys like Nick Timberlake and Arterio Morris. Uh, and then not to mention the loaded freshman class they brought in. And you have the returnees of Dewan Harris and K.J. Adams. Plus, you get Kevin McCuller returning now too. You should win every one of those games at home. Period. There's no other way around that. KU men's basketball is going to have to be serious about that in 2023-2024. And I think they are. Uh, very rarely do you see a top, I would say a top five team in the country, lose over around eight or nine players and then have the number one recruiting class or the number one transfer portal class um, and returnee class in the country. KU is going to be number one in the country. And I think they could be number one still by the time December 22nd rolls around and they end their non-conference schedule at home against Yale. There's no other way around that. And there should not be any other way to put it. KU should win every one of these games. Point blank period. They're good enough. These Yale, The Yale Team is going to be great. UConn's going to be great. Mizzou's probably going to give them a run for their money just because that's how it goes. But that That's it. There's no other way to look at it. KU should win all of those, especially with it being in Lawrence. Buckle up. That home non-con schedule is a doozy before we even get into Big 12 conference play. It's going to be fun. But, hey, that that's that's how it should be, right? You get a good team like this. You bring in high-quality players, you got to have a high-quality schedule. Otherwise, people don't respect you, and that's what they want. Okay, so coming up, second half of the show, when we get back from our break, we're going to talk about the road games on the non-conference schedule for your Kansas men's basketball team, and we're going to talk about the big ones, which ones we're looking forward to, uh, why they're going to matter, and so on and so on. So when we get back, more KU men's basketball right here on the Hawks Nest presented by KC Sports Company. What up, KC? On the heels of yet another Kansas City Super Bowl victory, we have an awesome opportunity for you to broadcast your business to the local Kansas City market. We've created something called Kansas City Sports Company, which is a sports media hub for multiple live shows, all of which cover all the local Kansas City teams. Now we have 30 second ad spots, 60 second ad spots. We have event sponsorships, studio sponsorships, show sponsorships, and much, much more. 
This is a great opportunity for you to start early with us and broadcast your business to a very dedicated, very enthusiastic Kansas City audience. Contact me or hit the contact us link on our website to learn more about this opportunity. Hey, hey, Jayhawks fans, and welcome back into the Hawks Nest with your host, Nolan Brooks, on episode four of the Hawks Nest. Welcome back in. We're talking KU men's basketball again today. Uh, we're talking non-con schedule. That is out and open to the public to be able to see who KU is taking on uh, before Big 12 play begins in the start of the new calendar year in 2024. So, uh, in the first half of the show, we talked about the home games for KU's non-con schedule. Uh, again, one more run-through of those. Wednesday, November 1st, for Hayes State. Monday, November 6th, North Carolina Central. Friday, November 10th, Manhattan College. Tuesday, November 28th, Eastern Illinois. December 1st, Friday, Connecticut. Tuesday, December 5th, UMKC. Saturday, December 9th, Mizzou. And Friday, December 22nd, Yale. Okay, that is the home schedule for our non-con for the KU men's basketball team. Now let's talk about the road games. Okay, uh, these are all the games away from Allen Fieldhouse that they're going to have to deal with some tough environments, maybe. So let's go. Let's go to it. I mean, this really wastes no time in getting really good on this road schedule. Uh, Tuesday, November fourteenth. The Champions Classic in Chicago, KU plays in every year with Duke, Michigan State, and Kentucky. They will take on Kentucky. Uh, last year, Kentucky played Michigan State in the State Farm Classic, or in the Champions Classic, excuse me, um, and Kentucky lost 86-73, to 73, I believe. If we go back and look at it... They lost to Michigan State in double overtime in the Champions Classic, 86-77 to in double overtime for that game. So, uh, obviously, they're going to want to try to get some redemption uh, in that this year, and this time they'll have to take on the Jayhawks uh, in the Classic this time. So, um, what, what's that mean? Uh that's going to be probably the first big road test that KU is going to get. Um, we talked about how in the first half that UConn was going to be the big, the first big home test that they'll have. This is the road test that is going to stand out. Uh, Kentucky is no slouch. John Calipari has built a championship <laughs> caliber program down there. I mean, you guys know about Kentucky, right? I don't need to go into a big history lesson on, you know, why this game is big. Uh, this is where you get kind of the first glimpse of KU's season, or not even just KU, but uh, for some of the powerhouses of uh, men's basketball, this is where you get a first glimpse at them. And if you go back and look at it, KU and their game, they took on Duke in the Champions Classic last year, uh, and they won, KU won 69-64. to 64. So KU was victorious in the Champions Classic. Kentucky came up short in a well-fought double overtime loss to Michigan State. So, uh, again, 
the Champions Classic is expected every year. KU has made it a regular thing to attend that um, and to play in that because that is a big, big, big uh, game that you want to get involved in uh, early on in your season. And they're going to do it once again. Uh, they have the lineup to compete in this game, and I see no reason for them to not uh, do well or at least compete in that. Uh, keep on going here. So, KU will play Tuesday, November 14th against Kentucky, and then that next week they will be in Hawaii for the Jim Maui Invitational. Um, last year, KU did not play in the Jim Maui. They played in the Battle for Atlantis tournament. This year, they are going to play in the Jim Maui Invitational, the Maui-Jim Maui Invitational from November 20th through the 22nd. That's a Monday through a Wednesday. Um, that will be in Lehana, Hawaii. Uh, teams included in this tournament is Kansas, obviously, Chaminade, Gonzaga, Marquette, Purdue, Syracuse, Tennessee, and UCLA. Um, I don't know about you. That's a spicy freaking bracket. Uh, <laughs> uh, Gonzaga, always good. Marquette coming off of a good year under Shaka Smart now. Good. Uh, Purdue, they get Zach Eady back. Good. Syracuse, again, no slouches out of the ACC. Tennessee, they're going to be good again. And UCLA, of course. I, I just named, let's see, one, two, three, four, five teams that were at one point in the top five. Purdue was the number one team in the country for a bit. KU, top five, obviously. Marquette, they were running in the top ten for a little bit. Uh, Tennessee, top three team. Uh, I think they were even number one at one point. And then UCLA was a top ten team, and they were top five. I think they were preseason ranked like third or fourth. And now they're going to be in the Jim Maui Invitational. Uh Buckle in, folks. That might be the best. That might be the best tournament of the year, uh, besides the big one at the end of the year or the conference games or the conference tournaments. Uh, the Jim Maui Invitational is about to be unreal with the amount of talent in it. Um, so again, KU could play any of those teams. Obviously, we don't know who is playing who yet. Um, but again, the options there are Chaminade, Gonzaga, Marquette, Purdue. Syracuse, Tennessee, and UCLA. Now, are those road games? Technically, no. Technically, those are neutral site games. Um, does that make it any easier? No. Not when you have a bracket like that. Uh, that is crazy that that is uh, one tournament bracket with all the. That, that looks like an end of the year bracket. Um, KU six and three last year in neutral side games, so uh, pretty good. Three of those neutral side games, one of them actually their losses came against Tennessee in the battle for Atlanta's championship game last year. That was the first real uh, smack in the mouth that KU took uh, from a ranked team in 2022, and we talked about that uh, on episode one. If you want to go back. Uh, and look at and listen to that. We talked about how KU really 
struggled with that Tennessee game. Um, and now they have the chance to maybe run into them again. So this is a gauntlet at the Jim Maui Invitational. And if you don't tune in for that, you might miss some of the best basketball, uh, at least uh, there in the winter portion of the season. Make sure you tune in for that. Uh, so anyway, keep on going here. The only other road non-con game is now at Indiana. So KU and Indiana have that new deal where they will play each other. Um, last year, Indiana came to Allen Fieldhouse and KU whooped on them. They played well. Uh, Indiana obviously lost a few guys to the draft process this year. Um, and so they're going to have to deal with that. But now KU gets to go to the home of the Hoosiers. Uh, that That's a huge road game. And in the first half of the show, we talked about how uh, they get to close out. KU closes out their non-con at home against Yale, who is no slouch of a game. Uh, the week before that is when they take on Indiana. So in a row, kind of backtracking here, but in a row, home against Mizzou, on the road against Indiana, and then they go back home again. Uh, to face Yale. That is a tough, tough end to a non-con schedule. Uh, that Indiana game is going to be a big road, that one final road test for KU uh, early on with this new roster and all of our returning guys. Um, but they should win that game. I, I hate to sound just overly confident about it, but... Indiana lost enough that I think KU adding who they've added and retaining who they've retained should win that game. They should go into Indiana and confidently take that game. No other way around it. Um, that's a good way to close out your non-con road schedule, at least, uh, is to go on the road like that and play Indiana. So, Obviously, there are more home non-con games than there are road games, but the road games are tough. If you go back and you look at it, KU on the road last year was 7-4. and four. Respectable. Above 500. That's where you want to be, right? Above 500? At home, KU was 15-1. and one. One. One loss. If you don't think that Allen Fieldhouse makes a difference there, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. KU's going to have to buckle up. But again, this is expected. You get a roster that you have. You get the respect that you already have uh, that Bill Self has garnered in for this program. You're going to get tough games to start out a year. And that's how every single blue blood, top of the ladder, upper echelon team should be at the beginning of a year. You should want to go on the road and play the other upper echelon teams to test yourself, especially if you are in a tough conference. So then by the time you get to conference play, you're gonna be set. There, there's, there's, there's nothing else for you to prep for. I mean, you're gonna be, you're gonna be 
ready in every single way possible. Your guys are going to be battle-tested uh, enough to where you might not have any worry at all for how they're going to perform. Um, and when it comes to KU, uh, the fact that you get to go on the road and play teams like Kentucky or Gonzaga, Purdue, Marquette, Tennessee, UCLA, Mizzou's going to be a tough one, Indiana, Yale. The fact that you get to do that and play or also Connecticut at home, the fact that you get to do that in your non-con to test yourself before conference play is huge. And they're going to have to take advantage of that. And I think that's how every upper echelon team should be. Take on the big guys early. Test yourself. Prove that you are supposed to be where they ranked you. And then you'll go into conference play and you're going to be untouchable. Or you're going to be really hard to beat. And I think that's what KU uh, tried to accomplish last year. Be hard to beat. Be that team. The fact that they were 7-4 and four on the road is a test to how they do. And the fact that they now get to test themselves even more on the road in their non-con games is going to be a true testament to how far this team has come under Bill Self. They already, winning the Big 12 is a whole other thing. But testing yourself early is something Bill Self strives for to do for this program and wants this team to do. And now that they have this loaded of a roster, they got to do it, right? Prove it. Hunter Dickinson, prove you're ready to play in the Big 12. The Big 12 is going to be just as tough as all of these road and home non-con games. Prove it. And I think they will. Simple as that. So, this KU team... They're going to be tested. But if you want to get to the mountaintop, you got to go through the hurdles first. If you want to get to the tippity top of college basketball, you got to be tested. I hope I hope they're ready for it. I think they're going to be ready for it. This roster is legit. This coaching staff has been, has been legit. Now it's time to go prove it and go get another national title, or at least start off your run to be successful in 2023 with a successful non-con scheduled performance. So, thanks for coming to my TED Talk on what I think KU men's basketball should do, because that matters so much, right? Uh, but I think this is going to be good for them. Thank you for listening. Make sure to go listen to the other three episodes. We talked KU football. We talked KU basketball, men's basketball in the first two episodes. Go check those out as well. Thank you for tuning in. We are brought to you by KC Sports Company. Follow us on social. Make sure you subscribe, comment. Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm right. Tell me my hat looks stupid. Tell me a jersey looks dumb, whatever. Do it all. Thank you for tuning in, and I cannot wait to get to our next episode next week. Make sure you come back with plenty, plenty more to come here on the Hawks Nest. I'm your host, Nolan Brooks. We'll see you next time.